Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 273 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. Thanks for hanging out with me today. If you're new, welcome. So happy that you're here. And I would love to hear from you guys about any of the topics that maybe you've loved that I talk about or wish that I would cover. Or if you simply just want to say hello, you can email me at Heidi at HeidiDawson.com. I would love to hear from you. All right. Have you guys ever had someone tell you they would do something and then it didn't happen? Maybe it happened once or twice. Well, if it happened a lot of times, you wouldn't count on them any longer. You probably wouldn't make plans with them after a while if they kept doing that. How about someone that you trust tells you something that turns out not to be true? And they lost a little bit of credibility, right? And if it happens more than once, you will come to stop believing them. Every time someone doesn't keep their word or they break a promise, they lose a little bit of trust. And they eventually will lose all credibility if it continues to happen and now the relationship isn't one that you value or trust. So why do we consistently make promises to ourselves and then not keep them? I mean, we've all done it. You say, I'm going to work out four times this week and then it doesn't happen. Or you tell yourself you're not drinking alcohol during the week, but you do anyway. You promise yourself you're going to be on time for every appointment and then you still show up 15 minutes late to several. If a friend did this, we'd question our friendship. So why do we think it's okay to break promises to ourselves? We've all done it. And most of the time, we justify our way out of it by saying, well, I'll just do it next week. And, or I'm giving myself grace this week. Or I deserve to have a drink, even though I said I wouldn't because I've had a bad day, so it's okay. <laughs> I guess you can probably relate. I know I can. For the last year and a half or so, I have been pretty much eating gluten, dairy, and grain-free. That's been my diet. And I can tell you, if you're having joint issues or, you know, like itchy hands or anything like that, it really has cured that for me. Uh, My hands used to be kind of crunchy. Anyway, I read ingredients on every single thing I eat. And some of the things I do miss eating, but uh, they've really come up with some really good brands that taste really good. So one of them is Siete. Okay, and it's called, it's really popular. They have it at Costco now. Anyway, they came out with a kettle-style potato chip that has three ingredients, potatoes, avocado, avocado oil, and sea salt. And they taste, I mean, they taste just like a regular potato chip. They're so good. But they're still not health food. They're processed, so I only buy them as a treat. And I had COVID, and I was on my last day of self-isolation because I was recovering from it. And I had bought these in this in the salt and vinegar flavored. <laughs> oh man, they were so good. And Eric was gone on a trip and I was in the house all alone. I knew it was going to be a problem for me not to eat the whole bag because by 11 o'clock in the morning, I had already eaten half the bag. <laughs> There's no way I wasn't going to eat the rest of them. So I was like, okay, I have to pull out one of my one of my tricks so that I won't eat the entire bag. And that trick, it's not really a trick. It's just something that I do with myself. So it's, it's to promise myself I will not eat any more chips today. Just to, as a backstory, I've decided that as a rule, I will never make a promise to myself that I don't keep. And this has been going on for a while. So I sort of begrudgingly made that promise to myself about the chips because I knew I would want more chips later, but I also knew I would keep my promise. So I made the promise to myself and then went about my day. 
a few times during the day where I was busy around the house and I thought about the chips, but then I said, nope, promised you wouldn't eat them, so you're, you're not going to. Fast forward to the evening. I started really wanting some of those chips. My brain kept trying to find a way to work around my promise. At one point, my brain even offered, well, it's technically not day anymore. It's evening, so we could eat the chips and it wouldn't necessarily be breaking our promise. My brain was being so darn sneaky. I actually laughed and said out loud, no, that is definitely still breaking the promise and I'm not going to do it. So what was going on with me? Getting to the root of that was really important. So I'd been in the house for a week. So obviously I had cabin fever and I was a little bored. My brain was looking for comfort. It was looking for a distraction from cabin fever and boredom. It was thinking, hey, all we have to do to feel better is to get a little hit of dopamine. Instead of feeling my feeling of boredom, I was going to distract myself with either chips or social media. Now, either one of those will do the job of getting a quick hit of dopamine, but both of them come with a price. So one, eating the chips, I would break my promise to myself and then ultimately also feel worse than boredom would ever feel. And then the other, I just distract myself temporarily knowing the feeling of boredom is going to pop right back up. And, and also, how often do you get off social media feeling better about your life? Not, not, too, not too often. Studies have shown that it's not very often at all. Most people feel a lot worse when they get off social media. So that's a definite temporary fix. But we beat ourselves up thinking we have no willpower when really we just have some emotions that we're terribly afraid to feel. You don't have a willpower problem. You have a brain that's constantly wanting to protect you with comfort and distraction. And awareness of that fact of your brain is super powerful. Because guess who's in charge of that brain? You are. And as soon as you're aware of what's going on, you can change it. Now, I've gotten really good at noticing my thoughts, and I realized that I had a boredom and a cabin fever problem, not a willpower problem. It's actually okay to be bored. Boredom gives me downtime to think and create. That's not a bad thing. That can actually work in my favor. And as far as cabin fever goes, like, why do I have to settle for cabin fever? I mean, it's sunny. Kenzie, my little Yorkie, was with me, and she had cabin fever, too. We could easily get in the car and go for a drive. It was sunny. That would make me feel better. You see, getting to the root of the problem was crucial. It wasn't about the chips. I wasn't hungry at all. I've proven to myself I don't have a willpower problem, so recognizing the emotions that my brain was trying to protect me from was super eye-opening. Had I just given in, my prim primitive brain would have been back in control and off I go on autopilot, eventually feeling way worse than boredom and cabin fever. So we can make all the promises in the world to ourselves, but until we become aware, aware of the reasons behind why we consistently break those promises to ourselves, we're going to be chasing our own tail. So I think we should all stop telling ourselves we have a willpower problem. I think we should realize it's not a trust issue with ourselves either. It boils down to our brain and how it was designed to work. I mean, it was designed to protect us from life-threatening situations. That's why it's so tempting to head towards comfort. Our brains are actually hardwired to protect us from bad things. These days, most of the bad things that we have to deal with, they're feelings. I mean, you can feel stress and not die. You can feel bored and not die. You can feel anxious and not die. And these are a lot of times the root of why we don't keep promises to ourselves. Our brains tell us it'll be better to eat the donut than feel stressed. 
It tells us it's better to drink the glass of wine than feel anxious. And our brain will say, well, it's better to get on social media than feel bored. These things can be very, very comforting at the time, but long-term effects can be pretty negative on our life and our relationships and our careers. So I'm not letting us off the hook by saying it's okay because it's our brain's fault. I'm actually reminding us that we control our brain. So the next time you make a promise to yourself and your brain starts coming up with reasons not to keep that promise, ask yourself, what is my brain trying to protect me from here? That comfort you're seeking, that's a temporary fix. But the feeling you're avoiding, that's also temporary. And it'll keep coming back until you address it. When I addressed my boredom, I realized that it actually works in my favor to be bored sometimes because it gives my brain a chance to create. And when I addressed my cabin fever, I realized I was keeping myself captive because I'm perfectly capable of going for a drive, which is what I did. Instead of feeding my feelings, I actually felt them. And once I felt them, I realized that it wasn't about the chips at all. My challenge to you is to think about when you struggle the most with trusting yourself to keep a promise that you've made. Is it when you're super stressed? Is it when you're bored? Maybe it's when you're anxious. More than likely, that, the answer is yes, it's one of those. Being aware of that is really important. Those feelings are temporary. They're going to go away. That's why it's so important to let them be there and not have to react to them. Being able to allow your emotions, that's the only way to live a fully, wildly successful lifestyle. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.